0: I'm Mark Pender for Economy Day with Mark Rogers, senior economist for Economy Day. Let's start off with the last week, Mark. Uh, Mark, a lot has happened. What were the highlights for you on the indicators?
1: Well, let's start out with the advance report for first quarter GDP. That really stood out. Economic growth due to extremely adverse weather came to a standstill Uh, and again it was related to the weather. Production uh, just uh, got hit by workers not being able to go to work. First quarter GDP rose a meager 0.1% annualized. Uh, That was Far short of expectations of even a very soft 1.1%. Final sales were sluggish, uh, coming in at 0.7%, uh, but traders did write the number off largely as weather related.
0: Was there a weather related factor in the jobs report for April, which of course was also released uh, last week? Get top topped expectations.
1: I think that's the general view and that's my view, Uh, employment was sluggish during the winter months and there was a rebound uh, basically as uh, sales activity picked back up, also uh, production in general, Uh, so yes, I I think the latest employment number, uh, we had a 288,000 gain in April uh, and expectations were for 215 but uh, markets also they saw it favorably but largely again wrote it off as a weather-related rebound it was seen as positive but uh, not as much due to the, the weather effects And we had a uh, sharp decline in the unemployment rate from 6.7% in March to 6.3% in April. And uh, that was related to a low participation rate. The the labor force fell whopping 806,000 in April. Uh, And we're starting to focus more on uh, the so-called U6 underemployment rate, which includes discouraged workers, it's one of uh, what is believed to be uh, Fed Chair Janet Yellen's favorite uh, labor market measures. It de- it declined also from 12.7 to 12.3%, but uh, the Fed's going to still see that as elevated, so That's a new number we're paying more attention to.
0: So in some, uh, did did you find it convincing the improvement in the employment report?
1: Uh, This is one of those situations where you need to see another good month. Uh, We're coming off adverse weather, businesses are catching up. We need to see another good report.
0: Well, last week, also, the Fed released its latest policy statement. It looks like the Fed is staying course on tapering. They announced another $10 billion reduction in bond purchases.
1: Uh, essentially, there were no surprises from the April 30th uh, statement. Uh, policy rates, of course, were untra- unchanged, with the Fed funds rates still extraordinarily low at a range of 0 to 0.25% tapers on schedule I I think markets are building this in that taper is going to be in measured steps 10 billion after each FOMC meeting this year Uh, at the latest meeting uh, taper was evenly the reduct the the taper was reduced by 5 billion for both uh, treasuries and also mortgage-backed securities and uh, in terms of the economy uh, the the fed pointed out that recent weakness was weather related and that they are confident that uh, economic activity is going to improve so basically uh, markets have built in what the fed did last week and I don't anticipate any significant deviation. I actually do not expect any deviation from the projected taper for the rest of the year.
0: And that's assuming economic data comes
1: in how? Basically near forecast. Doesn't have to be exactly as forecast, but near forecast. And that's and, that and uh, water? keep a key point to remember taper does not change the fact that the Fed is still adding to its balance sheet. The balance sheet is still expanding, and there's still plenty of excess reserves out in the financial markets. So, that policy is still going to be loose for quite some time, and the Fed did reiterate that policy rates would continue to be extraordinarily low after the ending of taper.
0: How would you characterize the Fed's outlook for uh, economic growth and employment growth?
1: Basically improving and moderate. Uh, the The Fed releases its forecast quarterly and the latest numbers Going out to 2015 are moderate for, for real GDP growth.
0: Turning to this week the rest of this week, and we're taping uh, midday Monday, it looks like the big reports are for international trade on uh, Tuesday morning and the JOLTS report, uh, which has taken on more importance. It will be posted on Friday morning. Uh, and the Fed is looking at a, a broad indicators for the labor market, including JOLTS.
1: That's right. Uh, the international trade number, uh, there are expectations by traders and analysts for improvement to uh, minus 40.5 billion from the most recent number of a gap of 42.3 billion. And uh, <laughs> there's an interesting technicality. Uh, there should be a rebound in the services component of the trade gap. Uh, a lot of folks focus on the goods excluding petroleum and then also petroleum but there's also uh, the typical services uh, surplus and that actually slowed in the latest numbers for February due to a uh, payment on uh, Olympic license fees uh, so uh, that actually will bounce back. So we should have a more favorable number. Uh, just a very interesting technicality.
0: Thank you very much, as always. Mark Rogers of Econaday.
1: I'm Mark Pender for Econa Day.